Ag Tire Talks Driving Yield Through Tire Technology, sponsored by Michelin Agriculture. James Tushner with Ag Tire Talk here. I'm with David Graydon, Global Account Manager for Michelin Agriculture. Thanks for being on the program today. Hello, James. Driving yield through tire technology, right? And the premise is what can we do to improve that producer's bottom line? And today fits right in with the mantra we've got the Michelin Evo bib. Okay, yes, so sir. Let's first talk at a high level. You know, this is Gen 2 um, of the Michelin Evo bib. I think it was first released probably maybe a couple of years ago. Is that correct? The first um, generation? Yeah, that's right. So actually, several years ago, four to five years ago, we oh. introduced uh, we introduced the the first version of the Michelin oh, yes, yes. Evo bib. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So, and now you've made some really. I, I'm looking at both pictures here. Rather significant design changes. I mean, it still has the essence of it, right? The real low void ratio in the center and the very high void ratio on the edges, but. Clearly, all brand new molds, a, a total redevelopment. So why don't you, let's start at the high level of, okay, so what has changed and why is this tire just overall undesigned and better than the, the first gen? Yeah, so essentially what we found after launching that that first generation is we really wanted to go back in and we really wanted to, to optimize the shape of these lugs to be more conducive for what this tire does. And and specifically, we wanted to reduce the risk of uneven wear. We wanted to get rid of any chances for for cracking in the lugs or the or the lug voids. Uh, we've got an all new pattern that improves the self cleaning capacity of this tire. Um, we added rubber, so we have more volume of rubber to wear. So plus twenty percent more more rubber to wear on the on the lugs. We've got a four percent deeper tread depth. Uh, and and so on. You know, overall, we built this tire as a very robust uh, uh, product because the the application is demanding. Um, and 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 to be a little more specific, this tire is. Um, you know, we were talking earlier about about your know, tires that are that are hybrids. This tire truly is in a class of its own. I mean, it's a it's a shape shifting tire. Is is what we've designed here. Well, first of all, you know, it's always been a, a, a unique design and tread design with that low void ratio and high, vibe, um, high void ratio on the edges. But above and beyond that, just for the Gen 1 to Gen 2 improvement, really just it seems like, if I correct me if I'm wrong, you're getting better longevity, better wear. You're getting just improvements on all around performance from soup to nuts. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so let's talk another high-level point, really, what the essence of the Evo bib is. Correct me if I'm wrong, but really we're talking about a tire that's really designed to promote maximum performance with a central tire inflation system. That's correct, yes. And so so going back to you know calling this a shape-shifting tire, that's essentially what it is. When it's specifically designed to be used in conjunction with central tire inflation systems. Um, the overall idea is, is in the, on the road, you're going to maximize your inflation pressures. You're going to keep the, the weight, uh, and the footprint will be on the center part of the lug. So probably I'd say the, the middle two thirds of the tire, right? Yep. And so when you inflate the tire, it actually, you know, it expands and, and the tire will grow. And so therefore it pulls up those shoulder lugs off the ground. 
and you can run down the road. It's very stable. It's uh, it optimizes your uh, your fuel economy. Now, when you get into the field and you drop it down to field operating pressures, well, all of a sudden this tire is no longer a seven ten millimeter width. It it grows enormously because you drop down these very large shoulder lugs as you release that air pressure. And the sidewalls begin to belly out or bulge out, and you drop those shoulder lugs onto the ground, and now you've just significantly improved the contact patch of this tire uh, with the push of a button. And in fact, that awesome. contact patch, and that contact patch grows uh, between road and field grows forty seven percent. That's a big deal. Let's just talk through that. It's a really cool concept. So, all right. So I'm going roading. Then all I have to do is hit the button. I max inflation. And because of that tire being at that max inflation, it's really only riding pretty much on the center, dramatically reducing the rolling resistance. Is that correct, David? That's absolutely correct. Yes. So that's going to reduce the heat, increase your longevity, and dramatically improve fuel economy on when you're doing the roading. Is that is that right? That's as well? right. That's right. Perfect. And then you hit the field, right? And you go down to whatever the lowest inflation pressure for the particular speed is, right? And oftentimes, I mean, that can be half. Yeah. Oh, I, abs- mean, I mean, we we see, James, we see tires that, you know, for example, an Axiobib 2, Michelin Axiobib 2, we can take that tire all the way down to 6 PSI. Now, folks hear 6 PSI, and a lot of times, you know, the, the pushback I get is, you know, again, assuming that, you know, the weight, the, you know, everything is, is ballasted and, and, and we've, you know, we're not going under the recommended air pressure, but the minimum air pressure for a lot of our tires is six PSI in the field. And so when you go to that, oftentimes the farmer producers push back and say, I don't know, that just feels, you know, I'm, I'm not used to that. It looks like the tires flat. I don't, I don't feel comfortable with it. We assure people that running at recommended air pressures is the best, most optimum, most efficient way to run a Michelin tire. There's Mm -hmm. so many benefits to it, especially with a tire like this. So not only do you increase your your fuel economy uh, on the roads, but you also significantly improve your fuel economy in the field, especially in, in adverse soil conditions, because now you're not slipping as much. Yeah, so basically the concept is we're going to max inflation that thing out for the road, really low rolling resistance, go to the field, reduce the air pressure as much as the specification allow us, and really not only make the footprint wider, but significantly longer. Is that where your 47% comes in? Yes, sir. That's correct. So a fifty almost a 50% increase from road to field, David. Is that right? That's correct. Wow. That's huge. (laughs) Wow, that's stunning i can't imagine how what i mean that really that for soil compaction uh, i mean that's just huge you know and that's that's the idea so uh, this is where michelin being a being a french company um and and a lot of our sales you know in in europe one of the big focuses over there is you have to keep tractors very narrow to fit down the narrow roads yes, you do. right so that's that's a that's a big number one number two is Tractor tires have to clean out, right? They have to clean out before they get onto the road because yep. legally yeah. that producer has to shovel that mud off the yep. road before he or she can continue down the road in Europe. And so so whereas that technology is necessary in Europe, we're able to apply it here in North America. 
And so this tire is specifically designed to handle that weight where, where in many cases, you know, you're going from duels to a single um, and you can carry the weight, but then at the same time, man, you, you're really giving up very little to anything in tractive capacity. And you're also able to stay narrow on the roads. You know, really what this Evo bib in my mind does, it gives me the opportunity to get the best of both worlds, right? Roading, perfect PSI for that, high as you can put it, right? Um, within specifications, low rolling resistance, bam, field, as low as you can get it to maximize that footprint. In some cases, you can get down to single digit PSIs. Now, I'm going to say right. a caveat on that when it comes to that. Again, we only recommend certified ag tire dealers set that up for you. And also um, checking with Michelin Agriculture to make sure you've got all the particulars intact. So just don't That's do right. it unless you check with both your certified ag tire dealer and your Michelin dealer. Because there are caveats such as sleep, steep slope adjustments. Sometimes you That's have right. to do an inflation adjustment or the like. So anyway, wanted to put that out there. But when everything's right, can you – six PSI is almost – go back 15 years ago. It was literally <laughs> unimaginable. Yeah. On yeah, something it, it, that big that's carrying 20,000, 20,000 right. pounds. It's it's just a marvel of technology. That's right. And think about this too, James, that the torque that some of these that these high horsepower tractors are putting down through the tires to the ground. The way the Michelin tires designed uh, inherently has a has a very tight fitting bead package. Wheel slip is, I mean, in my gosh, almost eleven years working with Michelin agriculture. I can't think of a time where it's I had deal. to address a situation where we had wheels slip. This. So, Amen. so that's huge. Um, that's 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 huge. Well, excellent. You know, you came up with a couple of sizes that are going to be hitting the North American market here shortly. Let's just run through the sizes of the mm -hmm. full complement. We've got a 650 65R34. We've got a 71075 R42. But I want to focus on a common Deer 8R or Case Magnum fitment. Um, you've got a rear 71070R42, 179D, 175E, and then a front complement 670R30 at 165D, 161E. So really two things I'd like you to touch upon. One, it's a departure from the typical row crop fitments. And two, why you elected to build an E 43 mile an hour speed rating, David? So machinery is also getting faster in North America. Now, again, in Europe, yes. machines tend to go much faster. And so, so we're, you know, we're used to designing tires that go on that on that faster end, but in North America, you know, you're, you're not necessarily stuck at that 30, 35 mile per hour uh, speed range anymore. And so we want to design more and more tires with that E speed range, um, 43, 44 miles per hour so that, so that you can get to where you need to go faster, um, but safely. Yeah, and I noticed the JCB at the National Farm, that thing's going well over 40. I, I can't remember, what's the AGCO's going now or put around around 40 I, gosh i don't know but it, yeah around 40 to 45 miles an hour you've got um my gosh vector sprayers 
I mean, think about how fast those things oh, yeah. are going these days. You know, so their machinery can go faster. A lot of times they're a lot of times they're governed too. And yep. so, so you know, depending on the distances, farmers are traveling longer distances between fields today than they ever used to. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of producers that are just big producers getting bigger, and they're stretching their machinery uh, to cover more ground in in you know with a farther spread of of road in between. Well, let's talk about, um, you know, the typical um, mechanical front wheel drive setup. Again, eight R's or Magnums. They're coming with 480, 80, 50s on the rear, maybe 380, 38s on the front, a typical five step. So what's the benefit of running these more flotation tire setups in the singles, the 71070, R42, 670, R30 setup? Yes. Yeah, so it, it, and Aside from just narrowing the tractor up if you need to narrow it up, but it also you've got an enormous tractive capacity in singles, right? So you're going from a 480 to a 710 and, and in the field, even probably even greater than a you know, maybe an 800 in terms of the width, the overall width of that. It's almost tire. like so, two and one. It's almost like a super yeah, single. You, you have doubled, you've doubled right. the width of that tire. And so that's perfect. Um, so, so that's really the idea behind this. And again, if you if you're already set up with a central tire inflation system, man, I mean, you've got the best of both worlds. You're able to reduce your your slip to to really low numbers. Um, you've got maximum tractive capacity, maximum fuel efficiency. I mean, overall, it, when you if you want to get down and talk ROI on this tire, it's yeah. not a it's not that's- a difficult math to do to to. To, to to calculate out pencil out the ROI on this tire. You know, it's interesting you say that. I think that is an important point. You know, as we evolve to more highly technical tires, what we're finding is the math usually demonstrates a payback, oftentimes in a year for a brand new set. I mean, clearly it's depending upon your acreage, but you know, you're talking about even going from standard to VFs of, you know, your Harper Adams study, mid single digit mm-hmm. improvements in yield and the CTIS again, mid single digits improvements in yield. So you couple all of that together, all of a sudden, depending upon your acreage, you know, 50,000, let's just say yeah. uh, it's, it's snap for easy math. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of times, depending upon your acreage, yet you can make money on the a whole brand new set of tires in a year. Yeah, you, you, in fact, you nailed it right there on the head. I mean, it's it's with those studies, you know, specifically with with uh, Michelin Ultra Flex technologies and the VF tires. I mean, four point, I believe it's four point three one percent additional yield. I mean, yeah. That's huge. That's an eye opener. Uh, whenever presentation, it, it is. It is. You know. Oh, in fact, on our it. on our on our website, James, I, I developed a, a calculator okay. so that so that producers can go in and they can punch in their corn yield, their their you know wheat or soybean yield. Mm-hmm. Um, they can punch in their their fuel. Uh, how much fuel they use, uh, and punch in really all the numbers. And over at the end of it, it, it calculates out the additional yield and dollars to bottom line. Man, it's it, it's funny because I did this all while talking with farmers. We were working with a we did a, a, a an event a couple years ago where we did a Zoom call with I don't know twenty nine different farmers and and a portion away you know within the first day or two I realized that I can spit these numbers out to them all day long. But what I needed to do was develop a calculator. So real quick in an Excel spreadsheet, put together a calculator, and. The eye-opening, you know, the physical response I got from the first to the last 
farmer that I talked with and we in, we put in their numbers into the calculation, it was it was priceless um, because it realized exactly what they could what they could add to their bottom line. So it, oh, and to underscore that bottom line, most cases, if he's a big producer, like almost all the time they pay for that set of tires if they're using standard to the more highly technical ones in a year. Would you agree with me on that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. So I'm going to work on a summary and um, correct me if I got it, got it right. Or if if there's an additional point. So what we're talking about is the gen two Michelin evil bib. It's got a lower void ratio center, right? Made Mm -hmm. to run with central tire inflation system. So you can max inflation up Mm -hmm. and really reduce that rolling resistance when roading. And then when you go to the field, you can reduce the air pressure, of course, within the specified limits as much Mm -hmm. as possible to where you really not only widen the footprint, but you also elongate the footprint. And in your particular scenario, you're talking about a 47% increase in footprint for the field, almost 50%. Uh, we're talking about load speed ratings in the 40 to 43 mile per hour range. And lastly, when it comes to a real popular mechanical front wheel drive fitment, you've got the 710-70-42 rears and the 670R30 fronts. You said it better than I did with fewer words. All right, perfect. Well, thank you again for being on the program, David. And that's a wrap. All right. Thank you, James.